0: Haunting the sky of liberty, do you know your own kind are languishing in prison? Prison meals. At every meal, only one bowl of red rice, without vegetables, without salt, and even no broth to go with it. Those who get food brought into them can sometimes eat their fill, but without help from outside the jail, we groan with hunger. The Gruel Inn. At the side of the road, in the shade of a big tree, a thatched hut serves as an inn for passing travelers. But there's no wine for the guests of this institution. The menu is just cold rice gruel.
1: Friday night. Yeah. I'm like, it's eight o'clock. Time is unreal to me right now because my edibles are twice as strong as they usually are this week. It is. I've been clusterfucked all. I'm like, who am I? Why do I keep thinking weird thoughts? I've been so high. Wheat smokers. Yeah. Okay. So here's what I was thinking about today when I was like super high and seeing tracers and shit. Closing my eyes because we were in a car and I was so scared and I'm like, if I don't open my eyes, it's just like being on a roller coaster, everything's going to be fine. And I just started meditating and I started thinking about the world. And then I thought, why don't we give cows cancer? Like, if we gave cows cancer that had tumors, what if we could give cows tumors, but the tumors were like steak tumors, and then we could keep the cow alive and just excise those external tumors and eat those, and then keep the cow alive? Wouldn't that be nice if we didn't have to, like, murder animals? Yay! I love steak and I hate murdering animals. It's a benign, delicious growth. That's the thing. If you can grow a human ear on a rat, why can't I grow a steak on a rat? Like, can I not? Can we have little... It's, I work, I work in a kitchen, I work in a kitchen, and we're not, it's San Francisco, there's rats everywhere, and so I name the rats, I name them all, I name them, and then I cry when they're dead, because I feel like they need to be remembered, because like, you know, You know, the soldiers, like, fighting in San Francisco to keep it real. So first it was Master Splinter, and Master Splinter had four babies, okay? And then two of them got murdered right away, so I couldn't name them. And then I named two Lilo and Stitch. And then Lilo and Stitch were around, and Lilo and Stitch had four babies, and then we murdered Lilo and Stitch, and then we subsequently killed three babies, and they didn't get names because it was too quick. But then there was Stomper, Stomper, and... (laughs) and i love and i sometimes i pretend that i'm cinderella like i love disney so much i just i want i talk to rats and cats and any other cat people in the house yeah meow 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 I uh, you I, I you better like <laughs> can we be this i like to cats are aliens and they come to us from the sky and they're beautiful wonderful creatures and i i I applaud the Asians for bowing to them for thousands of years. This is the cat thing they have in their house. Everyone just bowed your alien overlords the cats with a cat. I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I want to take my cat and I want to shave him and I want to knit a sweater out of his fur and I want to make him wear it. (laughs) I'm a crazy cat lady. (laughs) No, I do. I love. I love my cat so much. Uh, I finally understand cat calling because I love my cat, and he does not come when I call him. <laughs> baby, ki- baby kitty, baby kitty, I love you, baby kitty. Come here, baby kitty. I want to touch you. I want to touch yourself. You showing me your butthole. I want to see the whole thing. Come on, let me touch you, baby. Come on, come here. And then I keep. I chase him around, uh, and then I pick him up without consent, and I hold him, and I kiss him on the mouth. I love you. I love you. I'm just saying, I understand cat calling. I get it. Like he's so cute. I just want to touch him all the time. (laughs) I love my cat. I love my cat so much. He's like a little squirrel. I kiss him on the mouth. I love to kiss him on the mouth. (laughs) I lost my sense of taste and smell. So like Giving him cat food. Like, I remember being a little kid and having to feed the cats and being like, opening the can and being like, oh, it's so gross. I've like, cat food. And now it smells like it looks like something like pate. It looks like something I would spread on crackers. Like, I might in the apocalypse, uh, we've been hoarding cat food. I'm like, this might be delicious. Anyways, I lost my sense of taste and smell. So, like, maybe it's time to start eating ass. You know, like, I. <laughs> Everyone else is doing it. I guess now's the time, old lady. Perimenopause. Woo! One of the benefits. Losers taste to taste the sense and smell. Yay. I cook for a living too, so that's weird. I'm just guessing all the time. I'm like, oh, you think my weed bread tastes good? I'm so glad because I have no idea what it tastes like anymore. Everything tastes and smells the same. Coffee chocolate and poop all smell the same (laughs) like it's so weird (laughs) and taste i guess i gather (laughs) so i'm getting used to two why not go for the full three it's crazy yeah perimonopause is no joke nobody tells you things like oh you might lose your sense taste and smell that's just normal (laughs) it is (laughs) also you'll become a crazy person and you'll sexually harass the mailman that's another thing that you're gonna do Good luck, ladies. Uh, the only good thing about menopause uh, is that I'll never have another abortion. So that's <laughs> awesome. So good. I, I've had a, um, I've had a UT, uh, it's not an IUD. I'm like, I thought UTI, no, I haven't had a UTI, an IUD. I've had an IUD for a long time now. And that's like a copper pool sweeper for your uterus. It just keeps out all the dead babies. It just swoops around in there. So yeah, yay. <laughs> a uh, lady problems. Well, there's ladies here. Yay! Ladies! <laughs> Do you ever like to like stick your cleavage up against the glass ceiling and like, you know, like really stick it up there. Stick your tits right up against the glass ceiling like make a nine, like, "Oh, I love that cleavage. It looks so good." <laughs> it's like a It's glass ceiling. It's, it's, so, it's so funny because we say these things like casting couch, right? So it must have existed for a reason. We're like, oh, now we're like, oh, Weinstein, you're an asshole. And I'm like, it was called a casting couch for years. No one had a problem with it. It was just a thing you did. And now we're like, all oh, right, all right, all right. I, I feel the same way about um things that we say about cats, like let the cat out of the bag. Who the fuck was putting cats in bags? Why would you be doing that? Why would you ever put a cat in the bag that you have to let the cat out of the bag? You're an asshole, what the fuck? There's more than one way to skin a cat? Why would you ever be doing skinning a cat? For any reason, why? Are you gonna eat the cat? Gross, ah! Or if you're just, you're just a mean person? What are you doing with cats? What? what? (laughs) So you can't hit something without swinging a dead cat around? Who is swinging dead cat? Who are these evil people like? Because cliches don't become cliches unless you say them over and over and over. Like, so what? Why? Why do we hate cats so much? It's it's got to be part of the patriarchy. We just really hate <laughs> pussy or something. I don't know. I'm a feminist. Feminists, ladies. Yeah, we oh got feminist audience. Uh, uh. Yeah, I'm a feminist, but I only because I can only. I mean, I have to call myself that. What else? Am I gonna call myself? Words are political. I'm a female. I'm a person, we're all human, we're all people. I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. So I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. I know, no one knows how to spell anymore, it's like, I can read, I'm a witch, ah! Feminism spelled with an I, you can get your phones out and T9 it later. But it's, it's one of those words where I'm like, all right, that works, because what else do we have every month? We menstruate. <laughs> menstruate. straight it's the one thing you can literally never do, and you put your name on it. Men-straight, <laughs> and you think it's gross. <laughs> you think it's gross. Men-straight. Uh, when you have sex for the first time, you break your hymen. High hymen. High I can have sex with you now, hi, hi, men, all of you, hi. <laughs> no, you don't see the patriarchy in the language? The one that I get right now, I'm going through menopause. It absolutely makes sense. Men are pausing on me. They're like, whoa, she is way too old. Whoa, ah, yikes. <laughs> language is political. <laughs> we say it all the time. I'm sorry to be letting the cat out of the bag. <laughs> She's like. Whoa. My pussy is political. Oh, no. We live in these weird, politically rapey times. We got to talk about it. You know, like, our president was accused of rape, and the next week they're like, what else happened? (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) We all forget. We forget too quickly. The more you know. I'm reading this book about Vietnam, so I'm getting, like, so political. (laughs) Like, in my own head, though, I'm, like, thinking about all the... (sighs) Poor dead Marines. I'm sorry. It was just... (laughs) It's it's terrible. It's like a movie though, but it's not because it was real. But then I'm like, then I just watched The Matrix, and I'm like, what is real? This isn't real. And then I closed my eyes on the way here in the car, and I was so high that I'm like, I am in the Matrix. None of this is real. I'm just moving from place to place. And I was like, I'm in Star Wars, and I'm being beamed right now, just taking a long time. I'm like, you did. I know. I'm so scared of cars. You all have this faith in architecture that I don't understand. No, everyone has this great faith in architecture. They're like, hey, we have electric trains that go underwater and everyone's cool with it. (laughs) The BART, the BART is an electric train underwater. No one has a problem. Nobody second guesses this thing, (laughs) (laughs) nobody. Would that be the worst way to die? It's an electric train underwater. Or off the or off the bridge that's already collapsed once. For everybody, remember 1989. How we all forget so quickly when all of our things—earthquakes, whatever, natural disasters—we live in San Francisco. Woo! We're in the Matrix. Cool. Uh, ladies, <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Feminism. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like it's like it's the opposite of the Mormons. Like Mormons, yes, come in. Feminism, yes, come in. Talk. Uh, no, it was, I can get my own fucking door, thanks. That's the <laughs> precept of feminism, I think. But I would open up the door for feminists. I no, I would. If Elizabeth Warren came and knocking I'd be opening the door right away. Okay, uh, I should leave on an actual joke because I've been meandering. I'll see if you guys have... Have you ever had a fantasy about uncircumcised guys? You know, you, know, you pull up their dick and pull a foreskin up over that dick and put whiskey in the foreskin... So you can have whiskey dick for real, you yeah. know? It's twofold. I mean, one, you get a new and sexy way to drink whiskey. And two, boys are gross. You got to clean out all that shmegma. They're just, they're just gross. Boys, I'm sorry, you're eating. <laughs> It's a burrito free zone, yay! Uh, hey, cut for me, I'm Pam, yay! Yay! We got the ladies in the house, we got comics for you, it's very exciting. Um, we sing this song at the beginning, and if you know how it goes, sing along with me. M U T I N Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy, clubhouse. comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high, 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 high. Um, if any, does anyone have a problem with smoking pot in here? Okay, good. We can all smoke pot then. M U T I N Y Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yeah. You're already here. We're not gonna let you out. We're gonna close the door. Ah. Kidding. Uh, I'm really, really excited about. Thank you, honey. And then now, no one can see what we're doing. Uh. <laughs> It's like that's scary. There are no windows and no doors uh, Disneyland you like Disneyland no you remember the haunted mansion. This is like the haunted clubhouse uh, All right, uh, so we we have a bunch of great comics here tonight for you You have to get out of here early. So like tap me before you like have to jump away uh, but let's have, so We'll have your first comic tonight He's a real funny guy. You can, ladies, you're gonna love him. Put your hands together for Nathan Lowe!
2: Wow, thanks so much. What's going on, Mutiny? How are you? You feeling all right? Don't put pressure on me in front of women. You're gonna love him. He's great. You're gonna have a good time. No, how are you guys feeling? Pam and I are all very, we're all really high. Pam Pays are comedians in weed. She gave me like pot bread today. I didn't even know that was a thing. I got loaves of pot bread. <laughs> no dosages, just, just some. You could die. You could definitely die. It's going to get so much more aggressive. Weed's getting super aggressive. It's like this is a weed, like a thumbtack. You just stick it in your neck, and the blood, it just goes right in. And here's seven, and drive safe. Thanks for coming to Mutiny Radio. My name's Pam. I'm a Subway Cinderella. <laughs> 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 That's a callback joke. We were talking about singing rats earlier. You guys remember that shit? That's cool. I, uh, I skipped two parties and a rave to be here tonight. I know, it's a last minute ad. That's why I'm the first guy whose face you're seeing. I got fired a couple weeks ago, so I'm doing the responsible thing. And I'm destroying myself. Yeah, going to a lot of parties. I've noticed a lot of things. There's these weird party archetypes. It's like there's the same people at every party. Not where I came from the south originally. So it was very different archetypes in the South. There were like four people. Half of them were passed out. One of them was yelling at the passed out person and his girlfriend was crying. (laughs) He didn't hit her hard. Um, The South was very different. Yeah, really killing it. Hitting women jokes right off the bat, Nathan. Good job. (laughs) But California is a very specific kind of party person, one that we didn't have where I grew up. And it's, uh, (laughs) have you ever met like an energy person? Cause in the South, if you know, if you don't know somebody at a party, and the people that you came there with, they don't know that person either. You don't, uh, you don't meet that person. It just doesn't happen unless like someone comes and says, "This is my friend Mary Beth, and we just know her from all the way back." And you're like, "Okay, now I have to be a person to this stranger." But in the California, someone will just come right up to you, usually a girl or a guy. I can't tell. Um, they'll look right in your face, like you just have like good energy. I could see, I saw you from across the room. Have you met this fucking person? It's like, you just have like an aura about you. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Which is kind of code for, I think like, I've tried everyone else. <laughs> You're the last person I can come up to and just force this on. You have great energy. I'm like a compliment right away. All right, what's next? Do you have your, what's your sign? <laughs> the next question is always, what's your sign? I had no idea. I thought, Like, we didn't have astrology. Which which one's the fake one? (laughs) Astrology? I didn't have it. We didn't have it in the South. I came here, some girl came up to me, was like, I'm a cancer. I'm like, what is that, like seven, eight months? Okay, I can handle that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I didn't say that to her. I don't know what I am. I just say a different one every time when a girl asks me. Like what are you? I'm like I'm a Libra. You're like you are such a Libra. Oh my god, I can tell when you walked in. You had like a Libra walk about you. Next girl, I'm a Virgo. Oh my god, you're such a Virgo. I can tell. It's like <laughs> it's so weird, and like it's just entry level racism. I think it's just these four months out of the year. Fuck them. Everything I know about it, I just learned from girls telling me why it's okay to hate a Scorpio. I don't get it. It's like no, but I can say that I'm a Virgo. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> I'm not good with, like, picking the right girl. I dated two snake girls in a row. You ever date a snake girl? Girls that think snakes are cute? These fucking psychopaths? (laughs) Have you met them? You ever come across one of these gems? You know horse girls, for sure. For some reason, always a lot of gum. (laughs) Girls that really want to tell you about how Disney Plus is a thing now. (laughs) So the polar opposite of that girl, that's snake girl. This girl lost her virginity in a Spencer's. (laughs) <laughs> just wants to tell you about her, her runes and her tarot cards. I did two of them in a row. You ever go back and look at a text? Like, you get. Ah, do you get evil ex texts sometimes? Anyone ever get an evil ex text? It's like my ex girlfriend has some kind of fucking bat signal for when I'm happy. <laughs> I don't get it. It's like she just gets an alert. She's sleeping somewhere. She's like, time to pull out some side boob. <laughs> just let him know, how are you? I miss you. She, uh, I got a big red flag, one of these snake girls. I got a text back of, my new tattoo, and it was just a snake right in the middle of your chest. It was terrifying. But I get those texts from her often, and I did just lose my job. I got a really weird evil ex-text. She was like sending me a, a picture of her wearing my old work shirt. She didn't know like any of that shit happened. It felt kind of like a double whammy. <laughs> just both of my exes were like, oh, I was super mean. <laughs> It's the meanest side boob I've ever got in my whole life. (laughs) Thanks so much. You girls look like you read shit. Yeah, you definitely look at this posture. She's attentive. You were a front rower in class, weren't you? Yeah, you got front row energy. (laughs) I've been sitting here and I didn't bring anything. I'm surprised you don't have color tabs. (laughs) Like seven different, you did. You sure, you sure did, sure did. Super attentive, great posture. Definitely threw me out of my stuff. Just kidding, but you don't, you definitely read shit, yeah? Yeah, you read, you read, do you read paper news? No. no, okay, glowy news only, me too, I'm the same way. I do that glowy shit, I'm glowy news all the fucking time. I just, I was, I read on, uh, I read on my glowy news the other day that uh, Larry King, you know Larry, hold on, you know who Larry King is? I'm just talking to them, I don't know them. I'm just kidding, I'll talk to all of you guys. So you know Larry King? Super high. So uh, Larry King, he's 78 years old. You know that? And he just got divorced for the seventh time. Can you imagine being 78 and you're like, I got got one more in me. Just one foot in the grave, another one right on a banana peel. He's like, we're going to roll this just one more time. Can you imagine back in the dating pool at 78? My hobbies include breathing. (laughs) I really like well-carpeted stairwells. Big fan of fiber. Love fiber. I like, you know, suspenders that don't cut into my gross old papier-mâché skin. (laughs) I think though if you did date Larry King, the odds of him actually ghosting you, probably pretty high. (laughs) He's a ghost, he's physically behind you. This has been a whole lot of fun guys, that's my time. Give it up for your host, Pamela!
1: Yay, Nathan Lowe, he's so funny. Uh, Another thing old people are into, uh, soup. <laughs> they love they love soup. Not that I'm. Isn't he? It? It's just lovely. That's great. Everybody clap it up again for Nathan Lowe. Yay! I'm so high. <laughs> He's Nathan Lowe. Uh, I'm so excited that you're.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was back there earlier and I was only eating the quarter pieces on the side, the little bits, but I was hungry, so I kept eating it. And then I and now I'm like blah, 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 blah. jokes are words keep saying words. Uh, I'll just I'll just introduce your next comedian. Uh, you're going to love her. Everybody put your hands together for Maria Diplutis, Yay!
4: I have to cover the mic cuz Pam was talking about how she's into eating ass now. <laughs> uh, every time I hear Nate tell his Larry King joke, he sits down. Like Larry King is so old. Like you have to sit down for it. Yeah. But I, I, uh, I have a snake, and um, also, it's adorable. It's adorable. And uh, also, I read tarot. I read tarot. So, I really, I do. I really thought I. Uh, I really thought I had a chance with you, but after you're set, I just, uh, <laughs> apparently not. Oh. So I am a germaphobe. Yeah, any of you germaphobes? Yeah. Yes? Oh my goodness. Yeah, high five. No, oh, that's, see, that's germaphobe chicken right there. Germaphobes don't high five. <laughs> but I saw it in your face. You're like, is this going <laughs> to, yeah, yeah. No, why are you a germaphobe? It's actually, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I should I don't know why I asked. I'm a germivope because I have an autoimmune disease called idiopathic neutropenia. Cause of course I have a disease that sounds like idiot, pathetic neutral penis. Yeah. It basically, my body can't really fight bacteria and I get sick a lot and I'm hospitalized a lot. Um, and I was just hospitalized on Monday. Isn't that fun? Yeah, you guys came to a comedy show, and you hear me talk about that. No, but it's fine. It went, it went well, I guess. Uh, but the very first time I was hospitalized, I had to go under anesthesia, and it was this German doctor, and as he was putting the final shot in that was going to knock me out, he looked me straight in the eyes and said, this is what Michael Jackson took, and then he died. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been a fun time with this disease. Um, so basically, when you can't fight bacteria, your body does a lot of fun stuff. Uh, I get bloated. I'm bloated at the moment. It makes me look a little pregnant. Uh, but there are perks to it. I, uh, I ran into my ex. Um, we had broken up about six months ago. And he's like, oh, how, how are you? And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right. Yeah, how, how are you? Just looking at me. He's like, are, are you? Like, yeah, yeah, about six months. Well, good to see you. Bye. Yeah, might as well use it to my advantage. Uh, So I have a bachelor's degree in theater and a master's degree in social work because I hate money. Yeah. Someone asked me if I cut my own hair. I got really offended because I paid someone a lot of money to cut my hair after I tried to cut it myself, you know. yeah. Oh, this past year, I lost 90 pounds. 90 pounds, yeah, yeah. Cause I'm sick, yeah, You don't tell him it's a trap. Don't ruin my joke, Nate. <laughs> yeah, someone came up to me though and was like, oh my God, Maria, you look so good. You're like almost fuckable. So I was like, first of all, mom, it's just mean. Oh, you know what I really hate and I wish people would stop doing it? Asking people how are you? You guys have all done that? Yeah, have you ever asked somebody how are you and like actually meant it? Like you wanted to have an answer? Bullshit. Wait, who said yeah? You said yeah? Oh, yeah. You said yeah, you said yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay, every how often when you say how are you do you actually want an answer? Okay, well, that's uh, That's rare That's rare you're like 75 oh That's really nice. Yeah, I would say most people are not like you guys yeah it's pro- this is probably like much more two out of this. I'm not going to try to do math It's probably disproportionate to what it's like in the real world like in the real world, there's maybe like less than one percent of people genuinely ask How are you like my do- my doctors ask How are you and they don't even give a shit <laughs> you know but um wow, you guys actually want to know how people are. I never care. I say it all the time, like, hey, how are you? And then I'm like, fuck, Like, I hope, I hope they don't answer, uh, maybe. But so I've started this thing, because uh, I hate it when people ask me, how are you, uh, where the first time someone asks me, I just ignore, because I assume it's what we all do where we just say it like, hello. And then if they ask again, then I just tell the truth. It's a new thing I'm trying out. So I had lunch with a friend the other day, and she was like, hey, Maria, how are you? And I ignored her, and I asked her about her sweater, and that was a lovely short conversation. And then she asked again, how are you? And I was like, well, Karen, (laughs) since you're asking, I'm not feeling great. I'm bloated. I've been having diarrhea for like a week, which I wouldn't mind as much if it weren't for the hemorrhoids. Karen... I feel like I was just butt-fucked by a bottle of Tapatio. (laughs) But thanks for asking. Now I feel like I've terrified you. Like, I can see it in your face. Like, you are going to think twice before you ever ask anybody how are you again. Yeah, but, you know, she was like, you know, like, that's not, some people just say that like, hi. I'm like, oh, okay, so I have to lie. I have to be like, oh, I'm good, just to appease you. I'm looking right at you, and that feels like unnecessarily aggressive. I think it's lovely that you care about people, and I really, really hope that you continue to to do that. Yeah, I'll leave you on on just a really quick thing. Since we're bonding so much, you know, Um, I'll just tell you about my childhood a little bit. When I was a kid, I thought I had erectile dysfunction because those commercials would come on the TV that are like, do you struggle to perform under pressure? Do you live a life full of longing and regret? Are people constantly disappointed by your inability to rise to the occasion? Then you have erectile dysfunction, contact your doctor. And I didn't have anyone I could go to with this, and I'm, I'm Greek, my family's full Greek, and Greek people don't talk about their feelings. The Greek way to say that hurt my feelings translates roughly to I'm hungry. So I just had to live with it. But one last thing. This past year, I have been trying to get more connected with my cultural heritage, being Greek, so I filed for bankruptcy. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys, bye.
1: De Pluto's, everyone! Yay! Yay. Woo-hoo! Exciting stuff. Uh, I'm gonna am I'm let our I'm gonna let our uh, audience choose. You want to see next? Do you want to see a dude or do you want to see a lady? You want a dude? She said it. A dude. All right. Your next comedian. He's a dude. Put your, here. We want a dude. Just letting them choose what they want to see. Yeah. It's We're their show. Be. Hanging. Da da, da, da da What do you want? Singing a song. Do a Dancing. Moving along with your next comedian. Ernest Meyer Evangelista. Yay!
5: Hey yo. Hey guys, how you guys doing? My name is Ernest Evangelista. Nice to meet ya. Um, my last name is Filipino for evangelists. You know what that means. It means that all the, uh, all the Spanish conquistadors that raped my ancestors, they were all evangelists. Isn't that cool? Okay, you guys are sad now. I'm sorry. It's true. I mean, are you guys religious at all or no? I'll tell you why. I'm religious, man. Because believing in God helps me believe in myself. Because I am God. I also take a lot of acid. Uh... (laughs) Hey, guys. What's up, pussy cats? Ooh, you guys know that song. I, it's that's it's weird thing like that's like slang like pussy cats like why hasn't dick dog work you know <laughs> yo what's up my dick dog you got it does right it's gross it's pretty gross now you know how women feel um I don't know are you guys a big fan of cats yeah we already went over that okay i was I was scared of cats, mainly because like they were scary and I, I looked like a bitch so they would try to attack me and stuff. Uh, I was scared of like my neighbor's cat, you know, like it was like a f- ferocious fat cat that would like try to hunt me down. Um, I was scared mainly because I thought my neighbor I thought her mom was a crazy cat lady because she was like crazy and stuff. What I learned later in life, Was she wasn't a crazy cat lady. It's just that when you smoke meth, it smells like cat piss. (laughs) I was like, I was like, what happened to what? Why your your house smells like cat uh piss all the time? And where did your cat go? Um. Okay, this is not really working. Uh. Okay, I'm gonna go. Hey guys, do you guys like sexting people? you're not a fan of sexting, uh, you're not into like doing kiki stuff with like your phone. Like, you ever used that phone that you're sexting a girl with and shoved it up your ass? And trying to get your friends to FaceTime you just so you could see what your asshole looks like? No? My phone is currently up my ass right now. My number is 650219. One six eight three can you guys give me your ring just so I could feel for something? Um <laughs> This doesn't work on Tinder either. This doesn't work on Tinder man. Hmm? Good news. Um I've been seventy five days sober guys. Yeah. <laughs> seventy five days sober. Yeah, I get up drinking and alcohol and drugs and weed. And butt stuff. Um, Mainly because I gave up doing cocaine. Mainly because my son stopped selling me cocaine. He was like, I can't move this cocaine across the border for you, dad. Um, No, but what really happened was I got in trouble for doing cocaine outside the bar. And then the guy was like, I was doing cocaine. And he was like, hey, man, stop doing that. And I was like, hey, man, why don't you shut the fuck up? You sound like a cop right now. Why don't you prove to me you're not a cop by doing this cocaine? Turns out, he was a cop. And I got arrested. You guys ever had to go to court and you're doing cocaine the other night and you're like, fuck, I need to wake up a little bit. I should take, I should take this acid. Cause it'll wake me up. And then you go to court and you look the judge in the eye while your eyes twitching and yell, please don't hurt me daddy. And he's like, fuck you, 30 years. And then you go to jail. You ever been? No one been to jail. Um, I like going to jail. What I learned about going to jail is you learn your worth as a man in jail. I learned my ass was worth about uh, a pack of cigarettes, two honey buns. That's the name they called me in jail. Um, I was pretty popular in jail. Mainly because I get, I got to... Uh, sneaking phones up my ass that's where that's where I learned the trick <laughs> that guy likes it okay uh hmm what's the worst part of a threesome y'all <laughs> sharing the condom <laughs> this this is this is about, hmm? <laughs> hmm? speaking about sharing the condom I have a son guys <laughs> I have a biracial baby. He's half black, half Filipino. Originally, I would name him Tupacio. cuz he's okay. Um he's a he's a really good kid. He's a really good kid. He stabbed me once, but he's good. It's cuz uh, I let him watch Rugrats. Do you guys remember Rugrats growing up? Yeah, Rugrats taught my kid how to hide a screwdriver in his diaper like he's in jail, and then he stabbed me with it. I was like, what the hell, Tupac, yeah, why you stabbed me? And he looked at me like a gangster, and he was like, you know what? A baby's got to do what a baby's got to do. That's a Rugrats Okay, you guys don't watch Rugrats. Okay. Mm. Um. Huh? Rugrats, you don't mm. My bad. Um. I'm gonna just keep going with dark jokes. Um, Speaking about kids killing kids, how do you guys feel about school shooters? What's the best way to disarm a school shooter? With a chainsaw. Disarm, okay. Um, There's so many school shooters, I'm surprised that two school shooters don't show up on the same place on the same day and have a Mexican school shooting standoff. There's like, uh you hear so many, there's so many mass shootings. There's like Dayton, Ohio, the Gilroy Garlic Festival. um Yeah. Doesn't that sound like the worst band tour you've ever been on? <laughs> like, I don't want to watch that. um But yeah, you hear that these kids get bullied so much, they end up shooting up to school. But has anyone ever tried bullying these kids while they're shooting up to school? You know? Like, Billy throws a pipe bomb down the hallway and yell, Hey, Billy, you still throw it like a girl. (laughs) Or you're, like, hiding behind a classroom door, and he shoots a hole through it, and you're like, Look, Billy, this is the glory hole your mom sucks dick through. (laughs) Also, you look fat in a trench coat. And you're going to die virgin. Ah, fuck, you shot me. Uh. That was good. Okay, uh, (laughs) um... So, I'm going to keep on talking about old family memories. You guys, you guys, since Halloween just passed, you ever got caught jerking off by a family member before? You ever got caught jerking off by a ghost of your dead family member? So, I was like 15 years old jerking off in the same house that my grandma died in. Probably jerking off in the same room. I'm not really sure. I was butt naked with my dick in my hand jerking off to a Maxim magazine. And then out of nowhere, I see the ghost of my dead grandma off in the distance. And I come a little bit, but that's out of fear. Like, ah! Like, I got scared a little bit. Like, my dick cried a little bit. Like a little cum tear. And the mess up thing about it, it wasn't even my dead grandma's ghost who caught me jerking off. It was actually my live grandma from my dad's side who caught me jerking off. And then she was like, you know and started spanking me and whipping me for like a BDSM slave minute. I don't know how many weird fetishes developed that night. <laughs> but now I like to go to the Folsom Street Fair. You ever been to the Folsom Street Fair? Yeah. You could catch me getting spacked by my grandma. Um, It's probably a better performance than I'm doing tonight. Uh, Okay, um, yeah. So what's the worst part of a threesome? Sharing your girlfriend. All right, you have a good night. Ernest
3: Evangelista!
1: Woo-woo-woo! All right. Uh, your next comic, he's actually your headliner, but he's going in the midi- middle because he has another show to go to that he runs over at Copyright. He's part of Hella of Funny. He's super funny. He runs uh, a bunch of stuff at Milk Bar. He's a big producer. He's an amazing guy. You're going to laugh so hard. Put your hands together for Terry Dorsey! Yay.
6: Yeah! All right, Ernest, so many questions. So... <laughs> So many questions. Um, do you wax the the mustache or is it like a, it's, it's a wax thing? You made a, con- this is not like a lost bet. This is a conscious decision to have a menstrual mustache. That's what you're doing. Okay, good. And how long is a slavery minute? As a black man, I got to know. Well, you said she beat me for a slavery minute. I was like, how long is a slavery minute? Oh, I thought he said, no, you definitely said slavery minute. I heard that. It sounded like, all right, whatever. I was like, well, because I just figured a slavery minute would at least be 45 minutes. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was thinking, you know. Three fourths of a minute? Fuck you. White men don't get to answer this fucking joke. He was like, oh, no, I'll tell you exactly how long it is, Terry. You keep fucking looking at me like that. Keep on eyeballing me. You'll find out how long a slavery minute is in one minute. All right. I like it. I haven't been there since you got the two-tier stage. This is real sexy. I feel like the most out of shape male stripper ever is what I feel like. I'm just like, you like this ladies? Yeah. Did you guys all ride here in the same Uber? Do you all know each other? Okay, cool. This is really cute. I, got it. I can see why you stared at me the whole time. I was like, fuck no. All right, listen. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not, this is crazy. This is like the worst audition ever is what the fuck this feels like. But I'm glad y'all came out. Thank y'all for supporting live comedy, man. That's cool, man. For real. Yeah, for real. Um, let's see. Where do we start? What do we start? How much time I got, Pam? I got 20 fucking minutes? All right, bet. Bet. All right, then, good. Then we get to start with some uh, some stuff I've been wanting to work on. I haven't worked on in a minute. Um, anybody in here seen the movie The Hateful Eight? Yeah. Why the fuck would you admit to that shit? What a fucking horrible movie. You liked that movie, didn't you, Soundboof? See, that's weird. That's weird. I profile people by how much they like the movie The Hateful Eight. All right, let's put this in perspective, all right? The movie The Hateful Eight, actually, the first hour and a half sucked dick. I'm going to be honest with you. The last hour and a half was fucking amazing, though. The la- It was, like, worth it almost because there was more use of the word nigga in this movie than straight out of Compton. That is a movie about a group literally called Niggas with Attitude. Just to- <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Everybody in this movie said, nigga. One time I was watching the scene, the horse pulled up. It said, nigga. I was like, I heard that. I fucking heard that. <laughs> I'm some dead ass, man. That shit was terrible, man. Um, anybody? Well, I would ask. I would ask who's still on Tinder, but it's enough familiar faces in this room that <laughs> I've seen most of you. The guys, too, to be honest. I've seen you on there, Ernest. No bullshit. I didn't swipe out of respect, though. Because I have a male and a female Tinder account. I think this is very important. Ladies, maybe you want to look into this. Try this for yourselves, right? Because it cuts down on time. You know what I mean? What I do is I catfish dudes with the hottest fucking chick I can find, right? And then they inbox me all the shit that apparently gets dudes pussy on Tinder because I don't have any sex. No luck on Tinder, right? So I was like, bet. What I do is I just click and paste their responses into the girl column. It's a little free game for y'all, you know what I'm saying? Just a little free game, right? Uh, I live in, well, I lived in Foster City when I wrote this joke. I live in Menlo Park now. Still count, same thing. Uh, y'all know where Foster City is, Menlo Park, right? Peninsula, deep, deep peninsula, mid-peninsula shit, right? So it's much like tonight. It's me and a bunch of people who don't look like me, right? So I'm flipping through the tenders. You know, it's just white girl, white girl, Indian girl, Indian girl, white girl, white girl, white girl, Mexican girl, I think, Indian, white girl, white girl, white girl, white girl right? So I'm flipping through and I see a black girl. And I was like, oh, shit. Now, mind you, my dick is not racist. I will fuck anyone, right? I don't care what continent you came from. I have one prerequisite, female. That's it, okay? But I see a black girl and I get excited, you know what I mean? Because I was like, oh, shit, that's different, right? Okay, for me, that's different now that I live here, you know what I'm saying? And um, she was cute as shit, too. I should have saw this chick, man. She had a little triangle chin. She had the dimples, fat-ass forehead. I'm talking about the whole kit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you like that. I like girls with big foreheads. Just a couple yeah, this whole crew is nice. You kinda lacking. Like you gotta catch up, pull that hairline back a little bit. Alright, yeah, you need to get some ponytail action going or something. You are just killing it right now. Ah, I ain't nothing like a just a nice broad forehead on a chick. You know what I'm saying? I like a strong head on a woman, you know what I mean? It's just you just imagine she's smarter. You know what I'm saying? And I have a big head, so just in case we have kids, you can't blame that shit on me. I'm like, you got a big ass fucking forehead too. That might be your genes. Don't be blaming that shit on me. So I was excited, you know what I mean? Because she had the big forehead, everything, right? And um, and I start, and I look down and said she was two miles away. <laughs> Bullshit. If there was a black woman living in Foster City, I would have seen her ass by now. You know what I'm saying? You know, $5 Fridays at Safeway, Sally Beauty Supply. It's only so many places. You know what I'm saying? It's only so many places for black people in Foster City, right? So I was like, this is a fucking robot, probably. You know what I mean? They're just trying not to seem racist, keep me flipping. You know what I mean? But I was still kind of into it because she was cute just in case. So I went to her second picture, looked at her second picture, y'all, threw me off immediately. She was at the gun range holding two pistols. Like this, trying to be cute with a little leg and shit. I was like, that shit ain't cute. Let me put that shit in perspective, right? Y'all flip it through Tinder and you see my first picture. <laughs> right? This is, a, this is a Tinder guy picture, right? And then you flip it to my second picture. <laughs> Instantly scared, right? Fuck that, right? Like, who the fuck... Right, you know what so I, I was kind of thrown off But I was like maybe I should read her profile first Before I just swipe left Because this is a black chick This is a big deal It's not a lot of me Read her profile I read her profile y'all And the first sentence of her profile said You live and die By the choices you make <laughs> I look down at that paragraph, look back up at her with those two pistols, and swipe left with the back of my left hand. Are you fucking kidding me? Did you just threaten me on Tinder? What the fuck is wrong with you? This is why you're single right now, okay? Right along with the lady with the fucking cat profile? Fuck that lady. I'm sick of seeing these people. It is a dating site. I'm not trying to fuck your cat. I guess. You know what I'm saying? Never said that part out loud before, but it's true. Fuck that. She's telling, she looks, she's like, see, I told you, take that fucking cat picture off of your profile. Guys don't like it. You don't have it up? You took it down. It was up before. Stop doing that. That was an immediate turnoff, man. Listen, there's nothing worse. It's like, I did, okay, I ain't gonna lie. I have had sex with girls on Tinder. And the ones I hate the most are the ones with fucking cats. You know why? Because they ask you stupid shit like, do you mind if this cat sleeps with us tonight? I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to be sleeping with you tonight, okay? Let's not involve other people in this matter yet, okay? That shit is just creepy, man. It's kind of funny. Have you ever had sex with a chick, dude, and like, the cat's like, in the corner like checking out the whole fucking thing? That shit's creepy as fuck. And the girl's just oblivious to it and shit, and the cat's just staring you down. What are you doing to her? Shit is creepy, man. It is. It's just weird and creepy, man. Um, I had a matching one-night stand once. Yeah, the room goes dead silent. I like that part. Yeah, matching fucking one-night stand. I was up in Santa Rosa. I used to live up in Santa Rosa, right? And... Um, I went to this place, uh, Jasper O'Farrell's, right? It was a cool little bar. It closed down. It was dope as shit, All right, And we're going down. I was there with an ex-girlfriend who I'd met, and we we're just friends now. We're cool. She's trying to hook me up with her little buddy or whatever, and I was like, this is deep. I never had, like, pussy with a referral. This is nice. You know, she's like, no, really, I've had sex with him. It's worth it. Like, really, he's cool. He's a nice guy. I was like, this is great, right? We didn't click, but we're hanging out anyway, and... uh Since we didn't click, of course, I'm drinking now. That's what dudes do when you don't click with a girl somebody's trying to set you up with. And uh, I'm sitting at the bar, and I see this, like, Stupid, beautiful woman, right? And she's at the other end of the bar. I saw her. When I looked at her, she was staring at me, and then she turned away. I was like, yo, was that chick just looking at me? I'm like, nah, man, hell no." Nah. So I keep drinking. I keep drinking or whatever. And I look back down the bar. There she is again, dead in my face. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? All right, dude, you got to take advantage of this. You got to get in here, right? I said, if she is looking at me, by the time I look back at her again, you are going to get up. You are going to lock eyes with this woman, and you are going to walk dead at I don't know what I'm going to say, but I'm walking dead at her right? I was going to make a power move, right? I looked up. She was looking right at me, right? I put my drink down, and I looked back at her again, and she was looking at me. And then she moved her friend in front of me and started laughing at me yeah that shit hurt i never had a woman use another woman as a human shield to keep me from talking to her you know what i'm saying that shit really fucking hurt man so i was pissed but i was also in there with two cute chicks i was like fuck you and i go start dancing with them right so i'm dancing we're kicking it and we're having a good time and my my friend that i used to date was like i'm hungry can you get some like tater tots i was like hell yeah i'm gonna get some fucking tater tots are you kidding me so we go to the bar i gave them six dollars they gave me What had to be two pounds of tater tots. It was an entire platter of tater tots. This has never happened in any bar ever I've ever went to. And I was like, this is a lot of fucking tater tots, you know. So (laughs) she's eating them and her other friends there is eating them. At this point, I'm literally giving away tater tots. I'm like, you want some? I see you eyeball them. You can have some, right? Now, fast forward a few minutes, and the girl that she used as a human shield is coming back from the bathroom. And she started eyeballing my fucking tater tots, man but I'm not an asshole, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, if you would like some, of course you can have some of my tater tots, that's fine, you can have some. And she was like, thank you, and then she grabbed one, and we started just kind of just not talking to each other or whatever, because it was still weird, because I know she was just a human fucking shield, right? And then the girl that used her as a human shield walks out, doesn't even fucking look at me, walks straight to my fucking tater tots, grabs one and puts it in her fucking mouth. Yeah, then she turns at me and says, would you like to go home with me and my sister tonight? Plot twist, right? I thought one, two, yes, right. Immediately, I got two seconds. I was like, yes. I was like, I'm here with some people though. Gotta let them know I'm leaving. Like, when you trying to go, she's like, we can go right now. I was like, I'm about to tell them we are getting the fuck out of here, right? So I go and I tell my friend the story. She was like, the cute chick that dished you earlier. I was like, yeah. She was like, strange. I was like, I know, right? So you got condoms? i Was like, hell yeah. She like, you got weed? I was like. No, she gives me some fucking weed. I was like, why are you so into this right now? She's like, because I've had sex with you and that chick has no idea what she's getting into. This is going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to hear about this in the morning, right? I was like, thanks for the vote of confidence. I need that shit right now, right? So I get to her car. We're sitting in the car, some random Asian dude, me and this. These two girls and and we're like random age. I don't even know where he came from. I didn't give a fuck. I just was glad I was in this situation. So we're in the car because I didn't drive. So she's driving me, right? And uh, well, actually, right before we got in the car, I was going to sit up front, of course, because I'm tall as shit, right? And then uh, she was like, No, Terry, you sit in the back with me. And then our sister looked at it and was like, really? And she was like, yeah, what's the big deal? He's just going to sit in the back with me. And I was like, bet she choosed up on me. You know what I'm saying? She's choosing up. She's trying to show dominance. I'm like, I like this shit because that's the chick I was into anyway. So I'm literally sitting on my hands so I don't fuck this situation up. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, how the fuck did I get in this situation? We're driving into Sebastopol. And we are fucking driving into Sebastopol. I don't know if you've ever driven into Sebastopol. It's dark as fuck. OK, I'm from Chicago originally. OK, this is the most country situation I've ever been in. We're just driving past what I found out later with vineyards, but this was farms in my brain. Right. And we drove for like 30, 40 minutes deep into Sebastopol. I was like. They're going to fucking kill us. That's what this is about. This makes more sense now. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would she want to fuck me this hard? Like, this is so stupid. I'm going to die tonight. You know what I mean? But maybe I get to have sex first. So I'm still kind of into it or whatever. I'm, I'm already pot committed at this point. What am I going to do? I can't get out. with 30 minutes on a dirt road damn near, right? And we pull off of this weak-ass road into this little fucking house just one house, no neighbors. I'm like, yeah, they're definitely going to fucking kill us, right? And we get inside, and they were just being really sweet. They were, like, both being really nice. Like, the girl was just... uh you know, hey, can I get you something to drink? You know, all the basic stuff, right? And she was like, We're gonna cook some food. You want some food? I was like, We just had tater tots. She was like, I know, but I wanna cook for you. I was like, Yep, they're gonna kill us. You know what I'm saying? They are at least gonna take our organs. They need us to survive long enough to harvest the Or I've seen this shit on the internet. I know how the fuck it works, right? And uh, so we're chilling, and then she just out of nowhere, she was like, Terry, would you like to see my titties? And she started grabbing her titties and shit. And before I can even answer, the little Asian dude was like, I wanna see your titties. It was so fucking funny. I loved him for that, but I was like, Shut the fuck up, bro. You're gonna blow this. Fuck for both of us, right? And we're just chilling, we're kicking it. And then um, her other sister, the sister, Rather, gets down on all fours, and she was like, I like twerking. Do you guys like twerking? This was like five years ago. I remember twerking was like everything, everybody, babies were twerking, everybody was twerking. It was Miley fucking Cyrus's fault, too. That's who it was. Miley made everybody fucking twerk. And she was twerking and she should have been twerking. She had a great body to twerk, right? And I was like, this is a ama- what I love California. I was like, I'm never moving ever. You know what I'm saying? This is great. And then I guess the the main girl that you know one who used her as a human shield when I was into. I guess she didn't like the fact that I was digging her sister at this point. And she was like, "I think it's time to go to bed." Don't you think it's time to go to bed everybody? And I was like, "Whatever you say. Yes." You know what I'm saying? I'm like, "Yeah, I guess it is time to go to bed." And she was like, "That's fucked up, Lena." And I was like, this was supposed to be a fucking threesome and she chose up on the threesome. Still excited, still into it, you know what I'm saying? So the Asian dude, just he doesn't care. He's just like, where am I going? I don't care. I'm just so glad I'm here right now and I felt him. I was just trying to play cool. They go off into their room, we go off into our room, whatever, and, we start making out this woman was gorgeous by the way i need to make sure i point this out to you this is one of the most beautiful women i would ever made out with up to this point like mixed black girl freckles hazel eyes short feathered hair fine as fuck right i'm talking about maxim magazine shit oh he left already. all right Oh, no, that was you maxim magazine shit badass chick right and she says something to me i'll never forget as long as i live she's like all right terry I like you. I know this seems like I'm a hoe or something, but I thought you were cool. You seem like you're cool. Don't be a fucking asshole, bro, because this is not my life, okay? I was out here kicking it. Yeah, we were drinking, but I thought you were cute, and I figured that would get you back here. I didn't think we'd actually have sex, but we are going to have sex. Just don't be a fucking asshole and forget my name in the morning. At this point, I'd already forgotten her name, okay? I know, I'd all, but remember, she picked me up. I didn't pick her up. That's different. You know what I'm saying? So I'm fucked, right? I was like, all right, what am I gonna do? I was like, well, I'm definitely not backing out of this. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know you, all just met you. I'm like, all right, this is what I'm gonna do. We're gonna have sex, but I'm gonna stay sleep as long as I can I'm gonna pretend to be asleep until everybody wakes up. I'm gonna act like I'm drunk and shit. I feel like this is a good plan, right? And I'm like, somebody else is gonna wake up, say her name or something, and that's when I'll finally come to. This is my plan. I was like, I'm sticking to this shit, right? Well, we had sex, it was amazing. You know what I mean? And I went to sleep and I woke up and I could hear people, but I remembered the pact I made with myself last night. I was like, don't you fucking open your eyes, dude. So I'm sitting here with my eyes closed, wide the fuck awake, listening. And I still haven't heard anybody say her name or whatever. And then she, I felt her get up. So I was like, okay, cool. She's out of the bed. Let's go ahead and take a peek. And she was looking dead at my motherfucking face. <laughs> Dead my facial. I'm caught dead to fucking rights, right? She was like, good morning, Terry. I was like, fuck, she remembers my name. So that's already not going to work, right? And she was like, so how'd you sleep? I said, I slept really well. She was like, that's good. She's like, what's my name? I uh, know, man. Was, I had nothing. I was like, I have nothing. I have nothing. And she was like, wow, dude, that is so fucked up. Like, you had, like, like literally, you had your dick in my mouth last night. You don't even fucking know my name. What a piece of shit. And I was like, you're right. I'm a total fucking piece of shit. I'm so sorry. This is not normal for me either, if that helps. But you know what? I totally understand why you would be mad but you did say you would drop me off in the morning. So is that still a go or, yeah, exactly. And she was like, no, I'm going to drop you off. No big deal, bro. I got you, Terry from Chicago. She kept throwing in extra shit, you know what I'm saying, to just twist the knife. And I was like, this is fucked up, man. So we're in the car. She's dropping me off. And, of course, as a dude, I'm still trying to find my way out of this. I was like, listen, all right, I know I didn't remember your name, but I remember everything about last night. I remember the food that you made us. I know what you, you said where you work, you said where you were from, you know what I mean? I remember all these things. And dude, I thought of the best line I've ever thought of in my entire adult life. I said, I was so excited to meet you and I was so excited about what was happening that I put all that information into a folder and I just didn't write your name on it. (laughs) Yeah. I pulled that shit out of my ass. Do you hear me? And she was she looked at me and was just like, Remember. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm trying. She was like, guess, you gotta fucking get it, dude. I knew you was cool. You seemed cool. That was a good one. I like that. Remember my fucking name. Five tries. All wrong. So now I am officially a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling like a piece of shit. I'm mad. I was like, look, I wish we would have met under different circumstances. I was drinking. It was all fucked up. It was nice to meet you. We'd already exchanged numbers and everything, but I just put it under, you know, girl at bar. You know what I'm saying? type of shit. Because I was waiting to get her name and shit. Um, but yeah, I was like, I know I'm a piece of shit. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. It's fine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I hope you have a good weekend. Sorry for being such a piece of shit. And I go and I get out the car and I open the door and I take one foot out. Elena! And then I slam the fucking door and I walk in the house like a goddamn boss. You hear me? Because I knew I was right. I fucking knew I was right. And I get in the house and I'm telling my roommates the story. The phone rings. It's Elena. She was like how did you do that? and i was like i have no fucking clue she's like dude that is so crazy i know you did not know my name i was like yeah i totally fucking forgot your name but i remembered that shit i knew it was there i just had to flip through she's like that's crazy well me and my sister are going out in santa rosa tonight. we should hang out and i had sex with her again yeah that's right i forgot a girl's name and had sex with her again the next night that was some boss shit man that was my proudest and saddest moment all at the same fucking time all right so i know y'all ubered here today but which one of you guys drive car Okay, all the guys except for you, huh? Super millennial. I can see it on you. I see it, yeah. What type of car you drive? No, you got scared. <laughs> they told on you. That's her friends ain't shit. There's like she drives a Civic. no. you do drive a Civic or you drive a Civic? I like the Civic. Civic is a smart car, spelled the same way backwards and forwards. It's so fucking smart. It's a pretentious car for a Honda, but it is a nice car. Great fucking gas mileage. Now, what do you drive, Scary Spice? <laughs> Since she was, always, I said, "What do you drive?" She said. Come on, spill the beans. What you got? Oh, you drive a Jetta. So San Francisco of you. You know what I mean? That's another great. Is it a diesel? Is it diesel or is it the regular one? was a good one. Is it navy blue? All right, what color is it? Fuck, I was close. I knew it. It's like navy blue, black, silver. That's it. That's it. Maybe a green if you're fucking lucky. What about you? What do you drive? You share the Civic, so you're the other half of the C. You're the, you're the She's one C, you're the other C, y'all meet in the middle. I like it. That's dope. That's dope. I love cars, man. Like, I was just in Monterey Car Week. I fucking love cars. That was an amazing experience for me. I got a chance to catch up on 20 years of chasing cars. No bullshit. Every car we wanted to see was when I was a little kid. I saw them all in one weekend. Just, mo- I, I wanted to go to this when I was in high school back in Chicago. I knew about Monterey Car Week way before I moved to California. It is a huge event. People from all over the world descend there. The only reason I'm telling y'all that is because you need to know how much of a car nerd I am before I finish this joke. Okay, I come back from Car Week and kicking on my friend Todd. Now Todd's white, but y'all know that because I said his name was Todd, right? <laughs> and Todd is my partner at Heavyweight Comedy. We promote shows. We have a movie coming out this year. We're doing a lot of cool things. You know, that's that's my boy. You know, he's my Neil Brennan. All right, for perspective, he is. Um, now Todd is an accountant. And do any of you ladies work in accounting? All right, good, because I know for a fact accountants get fucked up. OK, everybody I know that works in accounting is a fall down drunk. OK, and Todd is no exception. He could we're partying at some party at the Tenderloin. Right. And it was some dope ass club. They had like aerialists and shit and streamers. It was fucking sick. Like outside it was New Jack City, but inside it was Narnia. That shit was tight. You know, it was like a weird portal into a beautiful world. I was like, how is this in the Tenderloin? Right. And we're partying. Todd comes up to me drunk and shit at the party. He was like, dude, I fucked up. Can you help me drive my car home? Now, I start thinking in my head, how drunk is Todd? You don't own a car. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a comedian. We're in the Tenderloin. I got to see how far this shit go. You know what I'm saying? So we walking around. We walk outside. He's like half fallen, so I'm holding him up. He goes in his pocket, pulls out a set of car keys, chirp chirped, a brand new Toyota Prius, right? This is why Todd didn't tell me he had bought a car. He's like, I don't want to hear your shit, Terry. All right, I know you're a car guy. I just want to get this car home, so I don't get a DUI. I said, Todd, I'm an accessory to this DUI. I just carried you to the car. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna do that to you. I got you, bro. And I get in the car, put on my seatbelt. He gets in the car, puts on his seatbelt, falls asleep immediately, like a good drunk. You know what I'm saying? None of that singing and shit. You know, everybody get drunk when you drive them home, want to do fucking karaoke. You must not know. Shut the fuck up. Nobody want to hear Beyonce right now. I'm babysitting a grown man. You know, none of that just goes to sleep. The problem was I'd never driven a Prius before. Have any of you ladies driven a Prius? Beautiful thing. Never do this. Anybody else in here driven a Prius? You driven a Prius? So y'all fucking know what's up. It took me seven minutes to turn this car on. You know what I'm saying? I've been in all types of cars. I'm just hitting buttons, lights turn on, lights turn off, nothing's happening. I'm like, what the fuck? And I said that, and then the car just started up. I was like, I did it. I guess you got to cuss this car out to get it to start up. I don't know how this shit works. You know, it's a weird car. So, like, you get in the Civic, either one of you, right? You get in the Civic, it's very simple process, right? Put the key in the ignition, turn it on, step on the gas, you're gone, right? No big deal, right? Same thing for you, Volkswagen, right? Nazi car, no big deal. It is a Nazi car. It's totally it's basically the, the Volkswagen sign is a remix swastika. That's all it is. That's all the fuck it is, right? But the same thing though, even though it's that car, you get in the car, you put the key in the ignition, put it in gear, you're gone, right? You could burn rub in that car, can't you? <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. She says yes. She's like, oh, I've been driving. She hits corners like a motherfucker, right? <laughs> I got in this Prius, sis, I had to put, I put the pedal to the metal, you hear me? I am t- i gotta see how fast it goes. I am know I ain't the only person has been on the highway and seen a Prius buzz you doing 70 miles an hour, you know what I'm saying? You be like, what the fuck was that? Was that a Prius? You know what I'm saying? So I, I smashed the gas pedal, Y'all, I said, the car said, no. It stopped moving. I got my foot all the way down on the gas pedal, the car stopped moving, the GPS restarted, it said Prius. Like, to remind me, I guess, of what the fuck I was driving. It's like, hold on, this dude doesn't get it. I don't care how far you put that pedal down, bro. I'm going to go as fast as I'm supposed to be to be efficient. That's it, okay? Basically, what I'm saying is when you get in a Prius and you hit the gas pedal, you're just asking for consent to move forward. You know what I mean? It makes up his mind and eventually you're going to have a good time. You know, get to where you got to go. A couple weeks later, I was in L.A., and I know I'm about to go. A couple weeks later, I was in L.A., right? And uh, I did way funnier than I was tonight. I was at the Hollywood Improv, tore that shit down, right? And y'all know, everybody everybody knows, right? Yeah, y'all watch TMZ. Y'all know comics is creep, so I'm trying to have sex after the show, so I'm flirting it up, right? Fucked around and missed my flight. This was a $50 Wanna Get Away fare on Southwest to turn into a 295, you will not be... Flying Southwest today ticket, right? I was like, this is bullshit. So I jump on Facebook, got one of my comic buddies. He said, I'm going back to uh, the Bay tonight. I was like, cool, come pick me up. He comes by the hotel in a brand fucking new Toyota Prius. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why does every comic I know buying Priuses, right? But I was also excited because I knew it wasn't going to cost $200 to get home. So I'm like, this is going to be great. We get to the gas station. I'm like, yo, how much you need for gas, Jason? He looked me up and down, laughed, and just walked away. This has never happened in the history of me giving someone gas, especially, I can't get nobody to drop me off in the sunset from here for free. You know what I mean? We're coming from LA. I was like, he's just trying to be a good comedy brother. I'll pay for the second tank of gas. There was no second tank of gas. He filled up in LA, dropped me off in Foster City, and two weeks later, I bought a Prius. I don't care what y'all think about that car. Are you fucking kidding me? Five and a half hours, one tank of gas? I had to pee for the last two hours. I held that shit. Straight up. And I'm going but since it's all ladies here, I want y'all to be honest. I know what y'all thinking, but don't you still want to have sex with women? I do, even though I own a Prius. I get it, right? It's a bad stereotype. But this is a worse stereotype. Now, just for comparison's sake, when you see a man driving a big lifted mud truck, you're know, like a F-350 quad cab, turbo diesel power stroke, monster muffler with the nuts hanging down, you know what I'm talking about, right? What do y'all really think about that, dude? What's the first thing that popped into your head? Every time. Every fucking time. A small dick. Can you imagine how big my dick must be to drive a Prius with confidence? I'm going to give it back to Pam, man. Y'all give it up.
1: Terry Dorsey, everyone. Yay. We have one last comic for you. She's amazing. She's incredible. You guys are going to love her. Put your hands together for Rachel Pinson. Yay. (laughs)
7: Fuck yeah, Beauty Radio. What's up, everyone? What's up? Bye, guys. So you guys, do you guys have one of those friends, like a girl that tries to disappoint their parents by dating a bad guy? Like, you know the types, like maybe he's got face tats, he's on probation, he has like three different baby mamas. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I don't get those women. I don't get why those women are with those men because I am a strong, independent disappointment to my parents, and I don't need a man to help me with that. You know, I'm a feminist. I'm starting to look at dick pics as the same as like when a cat brings me a dead animal. Cause like, yeah, I'm disgusted and I'm not really into it like at all. But they're just trying to show me affection. It's kind of cute when I think of it like that. Yeah, it's true, yeah. (laughs) I had to turn a guy down the other day that wanted to date me, and man, is that hard to do. It's so hard to do. Especially turning down a white guy because I don't want to be responsible for the next mass shooting. And that puts a lot of pressure on me, it does. And I had to turn this guy down and actually he wasn't white and I don't want to sound prejudiced or anything, but he told me that he wanted to be a cop. I can't date somebody like that. You know, like my parents never raised me to be like a cop lover. I would never bring a snitch to the dinner table, you know? And I like N.W.A. just as much as the next white lady with a microphone at Mutiny Radio. But I'm tired of people telling me to fuck the police. Do you know why? Because that's how you make more police. You fuck them and they multiply. I don't understand why they keep saying that. I'm actually pretty into nerdy guys. But that's also really hard because I'm like an extrovert with tits. That's like nerd kryptonite. You know, like I can't get them to look at me, or talk to me, and when they do talk to me, it's online, and they say the cutest things. <laughs> so cute things like, uh, hey, um, you spell misogyny wrong, you dumb bitch. Oh man, be still in my heart. Fuck yeah. Well here's a joke I've been doing since February. Uh, so, you guys, do you, any of you struggle with like body image? Like, I know I do. Like, cause I'm not like thin enough to be conventionally hot, but I'm also not fat enough to be fetishized for how fat I am. You know, like I can't do BBW porn, like yet, but I'm working on it, like one cheeseburger at a time. I just constantly get mistaken for being pregnant. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, I know, it's super relatable, right? But hey, it's 2019, and we're into body positivity now, right? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so instead of like being down on myself or like dieting and exercising, I figure I can just use this to my advantage. Just like Maria, you know? So now when I see the BART coming and it's full of people, I just kinda like waddle on there with my hand on my belly button. I just look at my face like I'm holding a fart. Like maybe someone will notice, like, ma'am, would you like to sit down? Like, oh wow, priority seating, that's so kind of you. You know, and then they'll start asking me questions, like, how far along are you? Oh yeah, just like two more stops? two more stops and i'm home no i mean like the the belly like uh, oh yeah like 27 years or so something like that do you guys uh, know what resting bitch face is i see some of you have it yeah i'm jealous i'm really jealous like i wish that i had a resting bitch face i do like i have like a resting helpful lady face and it sucks like Strangers constantly put their trust in me, even when I shouldn't, and I get approached, they're like asking me for directions. I don't even know the fuck I'm going, you know? But it happens so often, I just start making their night an adventure. I'm like, where are you trying to get to, the Civic Center? Okay, so you wanna go to this street over here. You wanna take a left. Are you good at answering riddles? I hope so, because that homeless guy under the bridge is actually a troll. He's gonna tell you where to go from here, you know? And I can't sit alone on public transportation because I look like a kindergarten teacher. People just feel safe with me, and they'll sit down right next to me no matter what they smell like. Like maybe because I look like a kindergarten teacher, they'll think I'll know what to do if an active shooter comes on the bus. I don't, I just look like a teacher. It sucks. But I think the worst case of helpful lady face I've ever had was when a stranger just hands me their baby and says, will you take her? She's scared. True story. I'm like, scared? She's about to be more scared. You think I'm not gonna sell your fucking baby, dude? Like, what's that worth? Like $10,000? Like maybe $30,000 if it's like a blonde baby or something? Okay, I don't know if that's true actually. That's just what my cousins would tell me when they were babysitting me to get me to shut up. And it worked. But I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to afford to rent in the Bay, Bay Area. Don't, like, hand me your baby. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Uh, but, you know, being this approachable in the city, you can come in, it's fine. Being this approachable in the city, I've had to come up with my own line of defense to get people to leave me alone. And I don't like to be mean, and I don't like to be violent, but I've discovered that I can just out crazy people. So whenever I get like a, a, hey girl, what are you doing alone in the city? Does that ever happen to you? Does anyone ever say that to you, yeah? I just tell them like, alone, what? No, I'm not alone, I'm with all my friends. Can't you see them? We have Stalin, Mussolini, and Hitler. And we're all going to band practice. Do you want to come? Mm -hmm. And then they leave me alone, you know? And then when I get a, um, what are you doing in the city? (laughs) Whenever I get a, uh, hey girl, nice ass, I'm like, oh my God, what? Are you saying that? You can actually see me? The curse has been lifted! Mm -hmm. And then when I really want to get people to leave me alone, I'll tell you my secret. It works. All right, just piss yourself and walk around barefoot throwing one of these. Like, no one's going to sit next to me on that bus anymore. But if I go through all those lines of defense and they still won't leave me alone, I really have found a surefire way to get men to leave me alone. Do you guys want to know my secret? Do you want to know my secret to get men to leave you alone? All you have to do is let them get you pregnant. Then they'll never talk to you again. They'll never talk to you again. It works every time. Well... It worked that one time, yeah. Thanks guy in the sound booth. Uh, what's up, what's up Pam? Thanks for having me here, this is fun, this is great. It's a good time. Are you guys having a good time? Yeah. yeah. So uh, let me tell you guys about myself. I'm a hippie but I'm like pretty bad at it because like I like eating meat and I really love taking showers and like I don't get like like if I rub a a crystal on my pussy like how's that supposed to cure my yeast infection I don't I don't see how that works uh it hasn't worked no matter how many times I've tried it's like I don't see the science behind that you know I just kind of like fell into like the hippie lifestyle like the free drugs did you know when you're a hippie people will just give you free drugs It's like when you're like a young 20-something hippie, they'll just pump you full of drugs and let you sleep in their vans. It's awesome. And like the free travel, like who doesn't want to be homeless across every major city in America, you know? And uh, they're like wondering like, was I really in an open relationship or did I just get talked into joining some kind of weird sex cult? Again, man. (laughs) Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, STD. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's how that goes. You know, uh but uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. I've actually been, I've been drinking all day. Uh, I'm just gonna admit that to you right now. but uh <laughs> but one time in my traveling hippydom, I was uh, stranded in Atlanta, and some guy comes up to me and he's like, "Man, it's fucked up, It's fucked up. I just got out of jail." All I was doing was making love to my girlfriend in our own home. We just happen to be homeless. Like, oh man, that, yeah, you're right, that is fucked up. And uh, like, when I first came to San Francisco, it's such a trip living here now, because when I first came here, I was one of those like traveling homeless hippies that you guys all hate, like ironically on hate, you know? (laughs) And these kids would come up to me and they would be like, hey kid, do you wanna do some acid with me? And I'm like, yeah, sure, <laughs> like why not? But now that I live here and I'm all clean, I don't have my backpack, the same kids come up to me and they're like, hey, excuse me, ma'am, would you like to buy some acid from me? <laughs> that's classism, that really is. But I love living here, because like, I'm from Ohio originally and I was raised by like lesbian parents. And over there, it's so weird, they're like, lesbian parents, that's weird, was it rough? I'm like, no, it wasn't weird until you asked me that question. And now I live here, people are like, the Midwest, whoa, that's weird. Was it rough? (laughs) Like, yeah, it was weird. We didn't have a fucking ocean. We just had a lake you can set on fire. That doesn't even count as water. That doesn't count as water, if you ask me, you know? And people here are so environmentally conscious, and I love it, because I thought I was environmentally conscious, because I already gave up using, like, plastic straws for Twizzlers when I was eight. But here's like some next level shit. I saw this guy using a used heroin needle to free base heroin off of a used piece of tinfoil. Reduce, reuse, recycle, man. Even the bums have it. It's great. San Francisco is magical. It's like the only place I ever wished what I stepped in was dog shit. Like I I never thought that that would happen to me. And people here are so friendly. Oh my God, are they friendly. Like I was just sitting at the bus stop and a nice gentleman pulls up in a car. He rolls his window down and he says, hey, baby girl, do you need a ride? Baby girl, that's so sweet. You know, we just met. And this guy offered me a ride, a job, and he says he can protect me. But I had to say, you know what? No, thank you. No, thank you, pork chop. And I'm a little bit offended because I am a strong independent hustler and i don't need a man to help me sell my pussy i'm a fucking feminist all right thanks everyone
1: hooray rachel pinson yay yay you guys came you guys came a little late we start at eight o'clock but um you should come back next week at eight (laughs) o'clock or but i'll i'll leave you with like just a couple quick that was rachel pinson yay rachel pinson yay um, she was talking about acid, and I just have a pro tip for you guys. If you're gonna go on a first date, make sure you drop acid so you can have chemistry between you. You know, at least you'll have a little chemistry between you. that's good. Also, another pro tip, if you've been doing cocaine for twenty four hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them <laughs> from the mouths of ba- yeah, pro tips, pro tips. Um, also, I got, my first STD uh, from my first marriage, actually. Um, Yeah, crazy, right? Sexually transmitted debt. That's what you get when you get married. You get an STD, you get sexually transmitted debt. So I'm just throwing a couple of one-liners at you, Yeah, yeah, real quick, those are fun, huh? Yeah, did you get married? Did you know about that? Did you, are you thinking about getting married? You're gonna sign the contract? You don't look, you're just on your first date. You just, you're taking at? You're like, we just met, you two, you two are together, right? Did you just? Oh, and you just met, really? They had no, wow. <laughs> first date, yeah, drop acid, drop, just kidding. You should, not you should. If you do drop acid um, or do any of that, you put it in a water bottle and you sip it over time. Yeah, right? I know, I know a lot about drugs because I take them. <laughs> Right now it's just the it's just the weed bread. Um, okay, so I'll give you, just because they just came in, I'm gonna close with one joke about cats because I know you like cats. Okay, so they came in super late and I feel like they didn't get enough like shows. We're giving them a little show so they'll wanna come back next week. But I'll just do this one cat joke. Do you like cats? Ah, you'll hate them after this, it'll be great. So I love cats and I know that my cat loves me because uh, my finger bang, ba- I'm so high. My- My boyfriend was finger-banging me, and my cat, my cat didn't just sniff his fingers, he licked them. Right? (laughs) Meaning that my cat loves the shit out of me. Or women really do taste like tuna. (laughs) Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. (laughs) But it's ahi, not albacore, none of that white shit. It is dark and purpled with age. I am 45, it is scary down there. I have have so much pubic hair, it's like I'm wearing a hair skirt. (laughs) Like you can't see anything. It's like I'm just not embarrassed at all. 70s bush, it's fun. I was born in the 70s. I'm keeping it in the 70s. I just like to grow it out. I used to not shave my armpit hair, but now that I'm going through menopause, I have to because I've lost my sense of smell and then with the sweat and I was smelling so bad and I had no idea. It, I had no idea. I had no idea because I've lost my sense of smell and I just was like, oh my God, I'm all wet all the time. Anyways. <laughs> so I actually I actually shaved for hygiene, which I used to rile against. I used to be like, oh, Gillette makes women shave there's absolutely no reason to shave ever but it's a patriarchy that's like the hair is gross but um bit hair actually is kind of gross if you sweat a lot <laughs>
8: like I'm
1: sorry it is <laughs> I think it's just biology or something I don't I mean I just feel like if I'm a cave woman if I was a cave woman like you don't there were no shape like you weren't like sharpening rocks to be in a thing and be like I have to scrape it off because of the no, I, like, when did we decide, like, I just, I want to imagine cave women sharpening, like, the first cave woman that took an arrow, and she's like, "Oh, this is, this, this makes Gondolar really like me better. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> We've got to end this. I'm so, thank you all for coming. Thank you, ladies, for coming. Personal Yay! thing for you. Thank you so much for being here for supporting Mutiny Radio. We do this every Friday. Thank you, David Sunzu, for running the ones and twos. Um, if anyone wants some pot food, I have pot food.
3: Yay! <laughs>
1: for all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs go to Tim's tesseract.com read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6 ask a Jedi for important life hacks.
3: In the sky. No way everybody should
7: listen to muni radio at muniradio.fm it's a great place to listen to crazy
3: things <laughs>
0: July 1946, Paris. In the reception room of that palace on the right bank of the river, a hale and hearty journalist heckled for a quarter of an hour a thin man with deep marks of suffering and privation on his face who had in front of him a small vase of pink roses. Round about were nearly 100 reporters and observers from all countries. Mr. President, you are a communist, aren't you? Yes, the man replied sedately. Have you been in the resistance? Ladies and yes. gentlemen, Angelo How long? Alimenti. About 40 years. Have you been in prison too? It was clear what the journalist was driving at. Yes. What prison? Many, sir. Long, the thin man looked at the hale and hearty journalist with a faint smile and said, in prison, time is always long, you know. The reply given in French was prompt, clear, and unexpected. Was it said as a reproach, as irony, or as humor? What is certain is that at that instant, Frenchmen, Englishmen, and Americans in the room were astonished to notice that the goatee bearded scholar could smile in Paris or in London as well as in Hanoi. It was the unscrutable smile of a wise man whose vision stretched far beyond today. Have you any further questions, journalist? is always long. Ho Chi Minh, Prison Diary. Arrested at Tukvin Street, Abundance and Glory Street. At Abundance and Glory Street, shame was thrust on me so as to delay my journey. I am an honest man with a clear conscience, but I was accused without ground of being a spy entering Sing Si District Prison. Old inmates of the jail welcome new prisoners. In the sky, white clouds are chasing the black ones away. White clouds and black have drifted out of our sight. On Earth, free people are huddled into the jail. Hard is the road of life. Having climbed over steep mountains and high peaks, how should I expect on the plains to meet greater danger? In the mountains, I met the tiger and come out unscathed. On the plains, I encountered men and was thrown into prison. I was a representative of Vietnam. On my way to China to meet an important personage. On the quiet road, a sudden storm broke loose and I was thrust into jail as an honored guest. I am a straightforward man with no crime on my conscience, but I was accused of being a spy for China. So life, you see, is never a very smooth business. And now the present bristles with difficulties. Morning. Every morning the sun emerging over Once awake, everyone starts on the hunt for lice. At eight o'clock, the gong sounds for the morning meal. Come on, let's go and eat to our heart's content. For all we have suffered, there must be good times coming. Noon. In the cell, how lovely it is to have a siesta. For hours we're carried away in sound sleep. I dream of riding a dragon up into heaven. abruptly back into prison. Afternoon, two o'clock, the cell door opens to let fresh air. in. Everyone raises his head for a look at the sky. Free spirits, haunting the sky of liberty. Do you know your own kind are of languishing in prison? Prison meals. At every meal, only one bowl of red rice Without vegetables, without salt, and even no broth to go with it. Those who get food brought into them can sometimes eat their fill. But without help from outside the jail, we groan with hunger. The Gruel Inn. At the side of the road, in the shade of a big tree, a thatched hut serves as an inn for passing travelers. But there's no wine for the guests of this institution. The menu is just cold rice gruel and white salt.
8: Plastic is the show you're tuned into in this station that's coming to you from the Mission District in sunny San Francisco's Mutiny Radio.fm. Please keep a listening.